Welcome to the Play More Music Podcast with your host, Kurt Hilton. Kurt, who is the owner and DJ for Playmore Music Entertainment, talks with clients and vendors in the wedding industry, get tips on how to get into the wedding industry, and hear how some amazing vendors got their start. Be sure to stick around for the end of the show for fast acquaintance questions. Now it's time for the Playmore Music Podcast. Here's your host, Kurt Hilton. Welcome to the Playmore Music Podcast. This is episode one of many, and I'm excited you're listening. Today, I had the pleasure to speak with Sarah Chick of Unearthed Events. We talked about how she started in the industry, business during the pandemic as a wedding planner, and how 2021 is looking so far for her business. So sit back and enjoy episode one of the Playmore Music Podcast. And on the first episode of the Playmore Music Podcast, one of my favorites of all time, Sarah Chick, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so glad that you asked me to come on the show. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wanted you to be the, the first one on the show. We've had, uh, you know, we had a really cool wedding we got to work with. Uh, wasn't last year, but the year before, because, you know, last year Gosh, we, it was. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So um, you're the first guest and I'm, I'm so happy you're on here. And how are things going for you uh, during the pandemic right now with your business? You know, things have probably been similar to other people's struggling, chaotic, lots of hard conversations. Um, things have been pretty calm with my business. And of course, um, running the venue has been a little bit more challenging. Um, but yeah, I mean, at, at this point, I feel like I'm almost an expert in these, um, these COVID conversations. <laughs> it, it is, uh, it is something that I hope goes away real soon. What do you think about DJs? Do you think we'll be back out there this summer or do you think it's going to be a little bit longer, maybe fall or, or wintertime? What do you think? I would say from what I have, well, what I've discussed with other wedding pros and our owners here at the venue, I think we feel pretty confident about like mid to end of summer that things will start being a little bit more normal once there's a high percentage of folks who are vaccinated and um, cases that continue to go down. So um, yeah, I, I think DJs are still, DJs are the life of the party. If you don't have a DJ, you know, that people that use our, our Sono speakers all the time, they miss that um, the MC, like that person breathing life into the event. So I think very much it's maybe a little ways away, but it'll happen. I'm excited to get back, excited to see all my vendor friends, but let's talk about you and your business on Earth Events. What made you wanting to get into the world of uh, being a wedding planner? How did it all begin? So before I really dove into weddings, um, I was doing like a lot of themed birthday parties back to where, back in New York where I was from. So um, different like woodsy themes. And I did like a twilight themed one that was like less vampires and werewolves, but more like the aesthetic of the Pacific Northwest, um, had done some anniversary parties. And then probably it's not to sound completely, um, typical, but it probably became more of, of weddings on my radar when I started planning my own wedding, which honestly, if you ask any wedding professional, they're going to tell you that's when people of course always get into it and it seems fun, but um, I've been married for, uh, three years now and I'm still moving and grooming. So it wasn't totally the only thing that kept me going. I enjoy it. I love being able to share that intimate moment with someone and really see them in their best form with this other fine person that they're with. And 
Um, prior to really kind of taking this on full-time, I was an addictions therapist. So a lot of times I met people at some of their saddest moments. So to be able to spend my weekends working towards some of the happiest moments of people's life was really a reward for me and something that really helped me balance being a therapist until I could take this full-time. It's a really cool, unique name for your business too, on earth events. What, what gave you that, uh, the idea for the name? Gosh. So Um, I actually was trying to think of words that were similar or synonymous with secrets or hidden or kept something that was like a little bit of mystery, but not like super dark. And then, uh, so I'm honestly, I was browsing through the dictionary, just looking at different things, looking at the thesaurus. And then, um, because my niche is very earthy and very, um, boho and just a little bit wilder than the rest when I found unearthed, I just knew I was like, this is it. And it means to, you know, uncover something that's been kept hidden. And I think love is very much the same way. Um, so that's, it was born. I love, I love it. And you know, with your team, you have a really strong team. What do you think about you and your team makes your business the one to hire? So I think my girls and I just, we're very down to earth where, and we, you know, we select our couples for that same reason. Um, I always tell people we are very much um, empathetic and nurturing people and we're very chill. And we're also looking for very chill couples. And um, does that happen in the wedding business? Yes, actually it does. You can find people that are super chill that are not going to be like your bridezillas, groomzillas, momzillas. And, um, we've been able to create this great chemistry and blend together, which ultimately attracts those same people. And I think genuinely building relationships, like these couples are my friends now, like we're chatting on Instagram all the time. We're texting each other. And I I often tell people, if you're a, a rose petal and pearl type of girl or, or guy, I'm probably not your cup of tea. But like, if you want to get down in the dirt and drag in some tree stumps and maybe get some moss and candles going and feathers and wild stuff, then sure. Like that's probably for me. And I think my girls feel the same way. And we're also very balanced. One of my girls is super detail oriented and keeps me in check and I'm detail oriented and also a dreamer. And then I have another girl who's very type A and can keep everybody in line and another person who's strictly a dreamer. She loves decorating design and all those things. So together we kind of just create this harmony. Absolutely. And I know one thing you knew about me when I first worked with you, I got that OCD and I'm like a perfectionist (laughs) and I have this motto, uh, questions lead to perfections. Um, Basically, as many questions as you can ask the bride, because you don't want to get the the bride that doesn't match you because you got to have sanity. How do you mm-hmm. keep your sanity with this job? You guys probably have the hardest job. My job, it's hard because we do have to keep people entertained, but you have a structure you have to keep to. How do you keep your sanity with that? So I think I was super intentional when I created this business. And what I did not do was allow myself to get hungry for money. So I didn't take on just any client. I vetted every client. I did questionnaires. I had consultation calls to ensure that I wasn't going to bite off more than I could chew and genuinely make sure that I, that I jived with someone or that I met someone that I knew would jive with my team. Um, Another thing that we do is we have fun. You know, we go to those weddings and we're in our yoga gear to start off with, you know, we're cruising, we're buzzing around, we're ready to go. And we're willing to put in those 12 hour days and really span those up with 
early mornings, lots of fun and getting down and dirty and then wrapping it all up, putting on our suit clothes, getting ready to roll. And we just kind of have gotten in this routine of, um, taking care of one another. Like it's so important. And I think especially now, because you're dealing with some super fragile moments and people who have lost loved ones due to COVID that are now having their weddings and didn't anticipate these people not being there. So I think overall right now, people are just grateful to even be having a wedding more so maybe than they were a year ago. And it's just really allowed us to be there for them in a greater capacity and also be there for each other. Um, uh, Having a team and staying sane with each other, it's not something I take lightly. And I think the fact that I was a therapist before really allows me to embrace that and just really revel in in progress over perfection and not just sheer perfection all the time. Absolutely. And with, you know, working with other vendors at um, events, I think it's very important that you all vibe together, have that same on the same page, because there have been weddings that I've worked at. Everybody gets along, but there's always that one vendor that could be the one to throw you off. And you're like, you know, I'm I'm a lively person. (laughs) Come on, man. You gotta, you know, this have a little bit of a personality because there, I probably work more with you. There's one person who doesn't have a personality and that could throw you off. Mm -hmm. How do how do you um, refer your vendors? Cause I know that's one thing it's important to you to refer somebody that you know, can do the job. Well, what do you look for in a vendor to refer? Honestly, they're of course working together and making sure that I truly believe in the service you're providing and that it's super quality. Um, but I also like, I'm a big fan of the underdogs, the people that are new that are starting out that are scrappy and they're ready to hustle. I think a a person's personality tells me a lot about them. Even if I've maybe seen them at a networking event, um, have caught their work on the internet, I'm always willing to give someone a try. So I definitely have my trusted and tried and true that are in my, you know, left pocket at all times. Um, And I look for someone to put in that pocket who jives just as well as we do. Who's, I I know that weddings can be very serious, but I also think there has to be an element of play within the vendors too. And I think I've experienced weddings myself where I've been the guest at them, or I've been working in a different capacity, bartending maybe, or something of that nature. And, um, I've witnessed planners just be outright terrible and bossy and mean and the things that they are bossy and mean about, we're not going to make or break that wedding. I can understand there's a time and a place for it, but um, it's really important to me that the vendors that I match people with are extremely authentic and very similar to myself because overall that's the vibe I'm going for. I don't want to pass off any vendors that are going to be terrible to work with and then I'm stuck there for 12 hours with them. (laughs) (laughs) And as far as clients, what is the perfect client to you? I know there's, you know, they reach out to you. What's a perfect client to you? One that just does everything your way or what's a perfect client to you? That's a good question. Um, it's probably changed dramatically over the last year, but, um, overall, I really like someone that likes to have a little bit of give and take. So one thing that's unique about me is that, um, I only do day of coordination or event management. I don't do any real full planning. I'm kind of referring vendors, pointing people in the right direction and really empowering them to do the work that they could very well hire me to do, but I know they're capable of, and they just need a little bit of encouragement. So I'm looking for folks that are a little bit bold and brave and feel like they can tackle um, most anything and maybe just need me to hold their hand along the way. I really don't like to find clients that feel extremely helpless and feel like they can't do anything. 
um, or kind of like doomsday preppers that everything bad is going to happen. Um, so I really, um, I, I think it's great to find clients who are really ready to be pumped up and empowered because people are actually way more capable than they realize of planning their own wedding. And a lot of times it's just those nitty gritty details in the day of execution. And I kind of swoop in and I'm in awe and all these great things that they put together. And I take all those things and then I make it happen. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Trust me. I'm getting over the 50 yard line now, like chill. Um, so having that trust is super important when I pick a perfect client, I want them to trust me that I'm going to do my job. Absolutely. And you know, with the, with the season coming up in a couple months here, actually it's probably next month. What is your favorite season? I know most of my bookings the first month ago is October. Um, this year, not so much because nobody wants to know what's going, you know, nobody knows what's <laughs> going on, but, uh, what's your favorite month to, uh, to plan weddings? Do you like, do you like being outside? Do you like a certain season you like to do the weddings? So that's funny you ask that because when I started this business three years ago, I said, I am absolutely not doing a summer wedding. I will not like it, it's too hot. And I, of course I came from upstate New York, like near the Canadian border. So if it's over 70, I'm roasting. Um, so I did not do any summer weddings that year. And my October wedding was the hottest day I had ever, I was like 99 out. So I like to say that I shoot for fall, but, um, I've come to really love spring weddings, like March, April, even February ish, um, that out of winter into the spring and then the fall into the winter. So if you want to catch me between like November and March, I'm here for it. That's funny. Cause you know, when July hits North Carolina, it's like, uh, living in fire and, yes. and then, uh, come, April, it looks like Big Bird exploded all over with all the pollen. <laughs> yes. So it, usually, you know, that's the good thing about asking questions is your event outside. Is it inside? Because if it's outside in July, I'm wearing a tank top and some, you know, shorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's brutal. It's really brutal <laughs> in the summertime. Um, as far as booking your clients, how far out are you booked? Like, is there a certain like, six months or a year for you guys? It's, it's interesting. I think COVID's definitely changed this as well. I, I would have people who about the time they booked the venue, the venue may refer them to me and I would book them maybe six months to a year ahead of time. But honestly, some of these clients, the last few weeks have been like, I'm getting married in April and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's February right now. What's going on? Um, but I usually try to get people in that six month to a year window being that it's not full planning. It's not imperative, but at least try to catch me six months before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And is there a, is there a certain like unique wedding you like to choose? Is it, I know you have really cool, like unique events. Is there a certain type of wedding that you prefer? Cause you, you seem to do a really like beautiful arrangements and everything. So, and yeah, is there, is there something you really like to do? for like the, the weddings? I really do enjoy outdoor weddings and I love doing tablescapes. So really piecing all the pieces together that are super unique on the table. Like that's kind of my bread and butter is really mixing that up. Um, I also really love when people are able to incorporate something super personal into their wedding. Um, for me, it was my father had passed away suddenly and I was able to use the cuff of his shirt to tie my bouquet together. So trying to find creative ways for couples to incorporate what they love, what they've lost and maybe what they hope to have into their wedding is always really fun for me. 
Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. I, I also, uh, when, when clients call me, my first question is, you know, do you have a wedding planner, you know, basically so I can send that your way too. you know that but anyway, <laughs> yeah. also so when, when the brides call you, what is the first thing that they usually book? So most of the time when they come to me, they've got their venue. If I usually don't get people that don't have a venue yet, just because I'm, I just am not able to do full planning with work full time. Um, so usually they have the venue and the caterer, but they're like, I need DJ and makeup. Those are usually like the next thing that they really need. So, um, or maybe they don't, they have venue and photographer, but they don't have caterer DJ makeup. So usually I find that those are the pieces missing and those all book up fairly quick. So I usually try to shoot over, you know, my top five of each and tell them, call them right now, like email them right now, reach out right away. Because especially if they're getting married in October, I'm like, Ooh, Lord have yeah. mercy. <laughs> so that's usually where I find people. And for those wanting to get into the, the wedding industry, um, I do this as well as I do voiceover work. So I have to kind of shuffle both my jobs for those wanting to get into this world of wedding industry of the, of the wedding industry. What do you recommend to those like they want to be a wedding planner? What advice would you give to them? I would say, um, definitely intern or shadow as someone, the girls that work for me very much someday want to either open their own planning company or buy me out of mine. And I think that um, that's important to really see what you're going to get into because it's not all rainbows and butterflies in the wedding world. I think it, if I'm being completely transparent, I think it can be a very cold place for people that celebrate the happiest times of someone's life. Sometimes it can be the most cutthroat and competitive field. And I mean, you've got over 1400 couples in Wake County alone, getting married a year and people will scrap for business. And really, I think there's room for all of us at the table. I think other people though, have to witness that for themselves. So an internship, I think is huge. Um, maybe even getting a job, um, at a venue as like an assistant manager or something like that, just to learn the ropes. Um, I always tell people, even outside of my master's degrees, everything I learned in life, I learned from bartending. Like that's, that's where the meat, that's where the meat is. So find some, find a way to work yourself into the industry without over committing to the industry and see if it truly is what you thought it would be. And then take the next step. Great advice. I I do see there, um, most part in this area, everybody is helpful and that we have some, we have a Mm -hmm. great community of vendors that I really enjoy working with. Um, I do recommend any of the brides that are listening or the grooms or anybody getting married, do your research to, before you hire somebody, because you'll be surprised just because, because you're the cheapest doesn't mean they're the best. So, um, I guess you definitely need that. <laughs> I would, I, um, I've seen couples make mistakes. I made some mistakes personally. Um, I, I would definitely read reviews, do your research and don't just book people because you're scared. You won't you'll be missing that vendor. Like some people book out of fear. They're like, no, we don't care. We don't want to meet you. Just, we want to book it. Take the time to talk to that person, call that person, check out their work, see what other couples have said. You won't regret that. Absolutely. And now it's time to have some fun with you. So oh boy, on my other podcast, I do like a fun question thing on this one. <laughs> that's going to be called fast acquaintance. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get acquainted with you. And it's just some fun questions. So don't, don't be worried, but you know, you're always fun. So you ready to play? You got it. All right. So texting or talking? Texting. Favorite day of the week? Thursday. Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? 
Wow, you got me there. Let's say Telluride, Colorado. Oh, I lived in Montrose, Colorado, right out, you know, not by an yes. hour. I lived there for like yep. four months. You know, I was ready to get out of town at 13,000. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Nickname your parents used to call you? Bear. Bear. Love it. And in the uh, last song you downloaded? That driver's license song that all the kids are listening to on TikTok by Olivia, whatever her name is. That is awesome. Would, <laughs> would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? I would absolutely want to talk to animals. All right. And your favorite holiday? St. Patrick's Day. Fantastic. And that is our fast acquaintance with Sarah Chick. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Me in a nutshell. Oh, it's all right. I, I'm so glad you're on the first episode again. You are wonderful to work with. And uh, hopefully we get to be in the room, same room again to party because I am, uh, I'm ready to get back out in the world and party with everybody again. So, but thank you for being on the first show and uh, I hope you have a good rest of the day. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me and um, feel free to reach out if you need anything in the future. Absolutely. And I will be sure to put her information at the end of the podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much. Absolutely. To hire Sarah at Unearthed Events, be sure to check out her website at unearthed-events.com or check them out on Instagram at Unearthed Events. Thanks for listening to the Playmore Music Podcast, made possible by Hilton Productions. If you need a male or female voiceover, contact Hilton Productions today. Hilton Productions, let our voices do the selling.